Hello, dear listeners. It has been quite a while, and welcome back to Curses and Crossroads. Now, originally, six months ago, when we took an unexpected hiatus, um, we were in the middle of starting this campaign and getting everything off the ground, and it was my first time being a keeper or a DM. Um, And I just wanted to say thank you. (laughs) Thank you for your patience. We are really, really excited to have you all back with us again. As always, please check our show notes for content warnings, sound links, and any other social media you might be interested in. And without much further ado, we're excited to be back in Obsidian Lake, and we will see you on the road. Curses and Crossroads. So last time, listeners, uh, we had quite the cutoff. Now, it's been a lot longer since you've heard it um, from when we're picking up playing. So we are going to ease ourselves back into the uh, story. So uh, does anybody have a preference for where we want to pick up with this episode? Well, we were, me and Kelly scene was the button last time. So I think it'd be good to pick up with like either Henry Mm-hmm. Or with Bill, and wasn't one of the Santa brothers of you? Yeah, both the Santamingus boys. I was going to say, I think it'd be satisfying to hear about what Sid and KP and or Henry are doing. Okay. So let's go to Bill. Okay, cool. Build up that anticipation. The clear choice. Well, no, <laughs> like if you no, think of because... a movie, you have a button, and of course they're cutting back to the calling scene. Yes, yeah. you obviously want to know. That's true. It's There's a lot of build between the other two. First numbers. Yeah, they don't line up right, and it's aggravating. Oh, that's a shame. Not all your dice are legal. Which one is illegal? Oh no, they're all legal. Never mind. I thought you meant that like some of the numbers were off. I was like, ah. Oh. Well, the numbers are on the correct side, so it's just not the numbers are facing the right direction. Yeah, that happens. Interesting. Just means they weren't printed by the same company. Hmm. Bastards. But notice that all the ones of the, oh, I'm gonna mute my phone now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So cool. So we it's will. Me and the Santa Migas we'll, boys. Yeah, we'll pick up with Bill and the Santa Migas boys. Uh, this is right after the. Or got dispelled, right? Yeah, so you are, we just had this whole argument between you and Sydney and the Santamigas boys about who was going to stay outside of the cave. And Jay was very much like, um, I have claustrophobia, please let me stay outside. Yeah. Um, and then Sydney and KP, because Sydney wanted to go check out the old mining camp because she had a gut feeling. So that's right. And she let me come along. Yes, she did. <laughs> and spent the entire time bothering KP, being like, are, are you feeling safe? Like, are, are you. Are you good? Because he was like, yeah, I'm fine. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> so, going back to Bill and the okay. Santamingus boys. One, one more question. Where is yeah. Henry now? Henry is 
currently still just outside of uh, safety room A-7, but he's with the Tommy Knocker. So he is technically on the main entrance side of uh, the mine, whereas you guys are now, whereas you guys are now um, in the old mining district. Would you like a visual representation? Yeah. I can show you. This is the map. So this is technically where Henry is, is right in this area here. Mm -hmm. This is where you guys are. So you just crossed this half mile to a mile to get to the old camp. You guys are right about here at the camp, uh, the old mining entrance. Okay. This is right around where KP and Sid are. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm kind of far from So we just can't. Yeah. Okay. Well, technically you're pretty close actually, because you're, you're like here, but you're mm. down. Mm. So you're like, here. <laughs> Down in the underground. Yeah. So, is there any other questions? Yeah, the both neither of the Santa Mingas boys want to go in the mine. Luis wants to go. Luis wants to. Go. Luis has made it very clear. Wherever old. Sydney goes, he goes. He's okay. the middle one. Mm. Jay's the oldest, who went to school with you, yes. and Michael is the youngest one going to school with Sydney. Okay. And he's currently talking to. KT Bridgeburn back at their house because Sydney's supposed to be tutoring him. That's right. <laughs> I almost blew their cover because I thought I invited him to come to the mines just like Sydney had invited him to come to the mines and then Sydney made the plan of no, you're staying behind. Yeah. Right. And I kept bringing up the point. And that's what made Sydney fall out of the window. And then <laughs> KT is just like, yeah, I know. I knew they were going to pull some shit yeah, like this. Yeah, 100%. Do you want some pie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, if they're exploring the camp and we've got one Santa Mingus boy that won't go in the tunnels, I know something is going on in the tunnels. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a not small part of me that wants to send Jay and then to take... Luis and go ahead with the... I thought, because there was something about a shotgun with you last time. Yeah, so currently, so when you guys arrive to the mine... You and Jay, you got there before everybody else except for Henry, who was already in the mine himself. Um, you brought along a shotgun. So you, in the last episode, had talked to Jay about being it's like... a hunting rifle. A hunting rifle. My apologies. Um, yeah, so you talked to Jay and you were like, hey, because you and Sydney had talked and you were like, there's some funky shit going around here. And you told her that Henry was in the mine somehow, but she was just like, yeah, he's a fucking crazy immortal. I don't <laughs> He's understand. probably a vampire. Yeah, she's like, I don't really want to worry about that right now. Okay. Um, and that's when the conversation about what Santa Migas boy should stay behind, if any. And then Jay was like, I volunteer because I don't okay. like mine. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that case, uh, Bill turns to Jay. And he's like, okay, you don't want to go underground. Mm -hmm. Things are happening underground. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to do is you're going to take that very large rifle you're holding. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to watch. You make sure those two don't get in trouble. And he gestures vaguely to where... Uh, KP and Sydney have gone. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's all you're going to do. That's all you need to do. Sounds good. You don't even need to shoot it. So, sounds great. I mean, Excellent. I'm a good shot, but like... Excellent. What is the, what is the younger son to me? This was... But, that's with you? Yes. Luis. Luis? Yeah. I turned to Luis. I'm like, Luis! Do you have anything? Do, like, I need you to tell me you have like a hunting knife. I've got my hunting or, knife. Or like, okay. You don't got anything else? Is it just the knife? I'm glad you have it. Do you have anything else? Um, he kind of thinks for a minute and he's like, Sydney gave me a really weird book that's in my backpack that's so in the car. Cool. Good to know. Let's not mess with 
really weird books. Unless it's a last case scenario. Deal? Mm, good call. And then Bill pulls out a really weird book from his bag uh, and says, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you and me in the dungeon, bud. And then he pulls out a little bag of rocks and he shakes them. Should, the weird book. should we wait for Sid and KP? We could. Or we could go and see if Henry's still alive. Hello? We could go and see if Henry's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Louise nods slowly, like, oh, oh okay. Because he's, he's a vampire. It, yeah, sure. He turns to Jay. Oh, do you not believe me? And then we make our way toward the tunnel. <laughs> while Bill is just explaining all of the evidence he has for Henry being a vampire. And as you guys are walking into the tunnel, Louise turns around and calls out to Jane. He says, if they're not back in five minutes, you go and find them. Seven. Five. Seven. Six. <laughs> that is the average, I'll take that. Cool, so then we cut back across. Um, Fuck me, Hello. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that, that's twice. That's twice, I'll that stop now. you're in dice jail. Also, your nail polish is really, really pretty. Thank you. This is my favorite combination. It's very, very nice. Okay. So, uh, as we see this pan shot of Luis and Bill heading into the closed-off section of the mine, um, we pan back across the mountains. Jaylee, do not eat the dice. <laughs> yeah, Jaylee. Those aren't yours to eat. The Joven, no. <laughs> I'm not going to actually eat dice. I have some self-control sometimes. That fucking inspired <laughs> me to down them like pills. No. <laughs> like an ibuprofen. Which, makes it, it, which makes it Henry's turn so Jovan doesn't use that. <laughs> so we come back across um, the campus of the Bridgeburn Mines and go way down underground to Henry. So last time we were with you, Henry, the last thing we seen was uh, you and this Tommy Knocker might have had some sort of understanding. Oh, also, let me show you guys my drawing. Because as I was it's listening to the episode, so that's, oh, about what, that's, that's, about, that's about what they look like. Whoa. You're telling me I can't have them as a pet? It's a lot more Henry's Sonic doing the Hedgehog than I wanted it to be. I was imagining the elves from that Santa movie. The, in some uh, folklore, they look a lot like that. But in um, in this variation, they're a little bit more uh, spooky. Spoopy underground. We should so. post that art so the more, listeners can see it. Cool. More, more and behind a paywall. Subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Now they do have the ability to disguise themselves, so a lot of the folklore could come from the fact that Tommy Knockers can imitate. They've got like a glamour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like any any sort of fair any folk, fair. they have a okay. they have a glamour to them. Oh, I really like that. Oh, I'm stealing that. You're, there you go. Um, okay, so we. That's all DMing is, kids. It's true. You find things that are neat and you steal them. That's all Thank you. Does, does appreciative hair flip. Okay, so Henry, <laughs> yes. we cut across. You are here in this literally pitch black tunnel with your own little, like, ghosty glow going on, and you're you're with this Tommy Knocker with your flashlight pointed down because you blinded this thing earlier, and that's kind of why it bit you. Mm -hmm. Um. And where we left off last time, it had reached up and extended its hand to you. Now, this thing is only about a foot tall, so he's about this big. Like, he is tiny. So, um, so what do you do? Henry, Henry Cobb leans down for a moment, and he's like, listen, no funny business, and then slowly extends his hand out to it. Okay, so as you reach your hand out... Um, 
bites me again. <laughs> no, 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 I think he's kind of learned its, it's lesson because it tried to bite you twice and he was upset because it didn't hurt you, but it also didn't hurt it. So it's just really kind of confused. Um, the Tommyknockers have about like six inch claws. And so really when you're holding this thing Hold on, they're hand, foot tall. Yeah, they're like badgers. They, they burrow. Christ. Yeah, so... On average, um, the Tommyknockers in Obsidian Lake have about two to six inch length claws. This one has about four inches. So most of what you're holding are these like silver looking dagger like claws. Uh -huh. And so you're just kind of holding it. And of course, because you are very tall and it is very, very tiny, you've got like the toddler lean going on. <laughs> um, and it just kind of blinks at you. And then it nods. And it starts walking you down towards the tunnel where it gets darker and darker, where earlier with Sydney and KP, you had heard those whispers of 13 over and over again. I, where are you taking, hmm. No, we've survived scarier shit than this. Okay, I'm trusting you, little dude. We have <laughs> this. Is, this is arc one, bud. <laughs> Scary shit than this. I didn't realize the subway was so scary for Henry. <laughs> of course it fucking was. He was 1920. The sub what a giant moving metal snake. Oh, you and I had two different subways. <laughs> <laughs> so many options. So we all understand. So. long sandwiches are an intimidating thing. Just too much of the service. He doesn't want to disappoint what? the service. What? Yes, but don't say we sandwich is the height of that little thing. It's true. Just don't say we sandwich tall. And half of that is claw. Or I guess one third of that is claw. Yeah. So Henry's just like, no, okay. I need to get to the bottom of this. I'm trusting you. Uh, if I, I still have a flashlight and some other stuff. So like at the mention of the flashlight, he kind of frowns. It's so, still it's I'm not gonna unless I have to. You and I. So are don't be... so don't make do not make me use the flashlight, little one. He kind of he like continues walking, like pulling your hand along, and he kind of looks at you skeptically, and he kind of lets out this little like, and then he keeps walking. <laughs> so as you keep going down this hallway, um, what you're going to notice is that. Even the, the power of the flashlight in your hand, it flickers in and out a little bit. So you being a force of electricity also can feel like this energy change. And as you keep going deeper, um, this creature pulls off towards the right. So you are leaving out of what you would have assumed was the main hall that excavation was occurring in. And out of nowhere, this tunnel, this this relatively small tunnel so it's probably about like four feet tall for you so you're gonna have to crouch down through a lot of this um it moves towards this and it, it turns back and it looks at you and it kind of like raises its eyebrows like we have to go this way and it lets go of your hand and it crouches down and like puts its hands on the ground and knees and it looks at you like you're gonna have to crawl buddy yeah henry nods and he's like you're telling this me is... I can't have one of them as a pet? This is so rude. Henry's just like, them. this is either like the cleverest ploy ever to embarrass the shit out of someone before they die, but I trust this thing and I trust my own abilities to get out if I've gotta. But he just like kind of clicks the flashlight into a 
I think we talked about him having some sort of belt or mm -hmm. something last time. Maybe his suspenders, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then just like gets on his hands and knees and he's like, lead the way. Okay. So you follow this Tommyknocker for about like six to 10 feet. You can't really tell in the darkness. Um, but then uh, it stops and like indicates with its hands, like stand back up. And now you're in a more human sized tunnel. Um, but as you're walking around and you can barely kind of see your eyes are really adjusted to the dark and you have that unnatural glow about you anyways. Um, unlike the previous halls and tunnels of the mine that you've been into this point and even previously in your adventures with KT in your youth, these are shaped different. They're much more curved, whereas a lot of more like modern mine shafts have more square structure to them. Um, and what you can tell is that there are long like slashes that have carved out this shape, similar to the one that you and Sydney had seen in your first incident down in the mine shaft. Did, did you guys dig this all? He kind of looks up at you and he kind of looks at the wall and kind of looks up at you again and he kind of like raises his eyebrows like, well, yeah. Color me impressed. I can't do that. I'm garbage at manual labor. Where are you taking me? And he just kind of blinks up at you and he keeps walking forward. Can you hold my hand to guide me? And he pauses and he puts his arm up behind him and he like flicks his hand like to summon you with him and he waits till you take his hand. Henry just like very daintily grabs it and he's like, thank you, thank you. No one else has to know. Uh, okay, so then we cut back across to KP and Sydney. So you two were in an old mine house, um, company owned kind of place, you know, and uh, you had just both spent a minute looking at this old photo from about 1860 um, with the words scrawled on the back in faded ink um, from dusk to dawn, we have sworn it so. And right as you guys had finished looking at this photo, there were three loud bangs somewhere within this house. And both of you know, having some history and knowledge of Tommyknockers in Welsh folklore, if there were three knocks heard in a mine, it was always a bad sign. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I probably start panicking just a little bit. Okay, then I would like you to roll Cool, please. Uh, so you're going to cool. give me an act under pressure. Five, six, eight, nine, ten. Awesome. Okay. So, <laughs> so on a ten, uh, you do what you start to do. So in this case, you you can feel the anxiety like hit hard, but you like are watching Sydney, and Sydney is kind of just like paying attention. She's absorbing everything around her. You're like. It's my grandma. I gotta be cool. Grandma's <laughs> cool. I gotta be cool. So you kind of like calm yourself back down and you are able to kind of like take a minute and be like, I think I know where this sound is coming from. And so you, uh, you've kind of been able to hear that it sounds like it's coming back from the main room where you both just came in. Can I investigate a mystery? Yes, you can. <laughs> Nine, ten. A ten, nice. Okay, so you get to ask two questions. Uh, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? 
Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? I don't want to hurt it. It sounds adorable. <laughs> um, well, we already know what creature it is. We know it's a Tommy Knocker. Mm -hmm. uh, I would prefer not to hurt it, although that could be a useful question, I guess. Would, would I know that light would hurt it? Like, yes. Okay. Yes. I was like, I think I would already know that. Yeah, you had shared that fact with um, Bill earlier in, yes. in the episode. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, what is it going to do? Was that one of the questions? Yeah, yeah. So, um, what you know with the 10 is that because there were three knocks, this is a warning. This is like shit is about to hit the fan. Um, and you can assume that it either means one of two things. It is either going to come at you or try and lure you out of the house. One of the two. And you can't be quite sure right now because you haven't seen them and you're not really positive what their intent is at this point. Though you would assume it's probably not great considering they've caused, you know, multiple mind collapses in the last three months. Yeah. Um, can you read the questions again? Yeah. What happened here? What sort of, I'll take that one out. Okay. What happened here? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What is it going to do? And what is being concealed here? I guess, what do you think? Probably what's being concealed here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's being concealed here? Great question. Okay, as you both move back into the main room, um, you hadn't noticed this the first time you came in through the door, but as you approach where the main door is and you step your foot down on the old wooden boards, they creak, but not in the way that a floor over solid ground would creak. There's a bit of an echo. And what you do, because you've already proved to your grandma that you can kick in doors, is you just straight up kick <laughs> downward, revealing a secret shaft underneath the entrance of this house. And based on the slope of it, it's not a straight air shaft. You're not going to get hurt necessarily if you fall down. You can tell that there's a bit of a curve at the end. And that's what was being concealed there. Ah. I do believe that is where the Tommy Knocker is, but I do want to go down there very much. Mm. <laughs> Those were Sydney's exact thoughts, but hearing them said aloud made her a little nervous. <laughs> Don't worry, we're on our way. Go down the hall for yeah, Claw. We've actually already left. I want to read a bad situation. All right, read Just a bad to situation. Just to be sure before I'm like, Hey, what could go wrong? Let's jump down that scary hole. I am following one of them into the darkness. <laughs> Literally any seven. choice. Okay, so on a seven, you get to ask one question. What's my best way in? What is my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what is the best way to protect the victims? Well, the victims would be us. You know, I'm, I'm not worried about you. You can kick shit in. <laughs> I'm not like, kind of like, well, whatever happens, KP is going to like nail it in the face. So. Get behind her legs. Her horrifying legs. Um, probably, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um, so what you're going to recognize, the dangers you haven't noticed is that um, regardless of your decision, you are surrounded. Oh, okay. Well... Okay, so Sydney kind of looks at KP and, like, makes a gesture to them that's kind of like, we are going to go down this 
this hole because no balls. But <laughs> <laughs> then she kind of like looks around and it's kind of like, okay, like we get the knocks, I get the message. Um, we're going to jump now. Are you cool with that? I or... immediately jump without thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you said we're going to jump now, and so I jumped. And so KP jumps down this this curving hole underneath this house. And it's, like, deep. Like, you can tell it's obviously big enough for, for a very well-sized person to fit in. Um, but as KP jumps and you kind of are like, what the fuck? You hear one single knock on the walls. You've oh, made so the right, You've made we the right good. decision. Okay. Okay. So I follow after KP then. Awesome. Okay. So then we will cut back across to Bill and Luis. <laughs> I could just, I don't know why I didn't picture you like, <laughs> everybody in the hole. You said we're going to jump in now, so I jumped in. So we cut across back to Bill and Luis. You have left Jay outside, and you two are starting to move into the... <laughs> We put all the blondes on one couch. <laughs> this happens every time. It's true. Hey, we're even over here, Ed. I'm ready. Um, so you started to move into the old mine entrance. So what you had to do is you kind of had to like pry open and uh, out this old gate that was originally over the mine. <laughs> that was good prying. Great folly. That was wonderful. Ah. Um, and so you, you get in and, and I assume you both have flashlights. You're both pretty adept people. That's one of my, that's one of my flake weapons is big watchman's flashlight. Nice. Okay. Those things are like maces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're intense. One harm. Cool. It only takes seven hits. <laughs> to down a human being. To get you in. <laughs> so yeah, so you and Luis are now moving through this dark hallway. Okay. Hmm, do I wanna do I wanna do it now? I think I wanna do it now. Now? Uh because I mean like, okay. So Bill Bill is on some weird like I have found the old stuff. I know the secrets the town is keeping from me because of my weird book. <laughs> I know that, or so he thinks. I know there's magic here. I know the government is hiding things from me because there's a BLM building like right there. I know the bureau's in on it. I know the Bureau of Land Management is in on it. It's Obsidian Lake. There's stuff in the lake. I know they're hiding shit. Okay. I just have to like be in Bill's headspace for a little bit. Could Obsidian be what's in the lake? Could Obsidian be <laughs> what's in the lake? But see, that is, that is You ruined stupid. the show! Send it to post. Bill, Bill uses rocks as material components for his shit. Yeah. So he knows that rocks have like a, a like a, anyway, Bill's paranoid. And yeah. He has a magic book and I'm very excited because you and I worked on this we did. mechanic and I'm debating on if I want to yowl burn it right now. Okay. Uh, so Bill stops Louise before he goes in and he's like, Louise? What's wrong? I'm stuck between a couple of options. I need your help. Okay. So I can do a thing that will make this easier, but there's like six ways I can, there's like 
three ways I can, there's like two ways I can think of. Okay, you just gave me a shit ton of there's numbers, like three, make a choice. There's like three ways. Okay. Because I don't think water would help us. <laughs> and then rocks Stop fall it. on KP. Yeah, I cannot. <laughs> the tunnel just glasses on top of KP. Like a quarter mile away. I don't have that. <laughs> you made the wrong choice. Wrong okay, tunnel. So I need to know, do you want to see? Or do you want a thing that can see? Or do you want dragons to be here? Because I have a thing that will make exploring the tunnels easier. And I have a thing that will make exploring the tunnel safer, and I also have a dragon. Okay, so... So, I need your help with which one, but... Because we're going to use this, and then he pulls out the weird book, and it says, Ye, ye monster, oh... Nope, Emmanuel of monsters. It was multiple times scratched out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an old-timey bestiary. But Bill has done some scribbling on it with Sharpies. So Louise Kyle just looks at you and he just kind of blinks slowly, similar to how Sydney often, you know, looks at you like. I'm peeking what? over, peeking over with like my nose just barely on the cover of the book. I'm like, Louise, this is serious. I, I can tell. Um, because here's the deal, Louise. I can bring one of these boys out here. Uh-huh. But it's going to be tied to me. Which means if it dies, I take... It's not going to be good. Okay. But I can summon it well, and it will help. Okay, um, since we haven't hit what I'm going to assume is going to be the shit... Um, I'll be here for a while. Uh, since since we, <laughs> since we haven't yet, maybe keep, you know... Dragons, <laughs> he says skeptically, Bill on, the, the book down. on the back burner for a minute, <laughs> but I wouldn't be opposed to having a little more light. A little more light? Bill opens the and book. And like, he's kind of like leans back. Bill Gets draws, a dragon to start fire. Bill draws like two uh, little garnet crystals uh, from his bag uh, and he rolls them. That's a nice trick, Bill. Yeah, I like your bad. rolls. That's not good. That's a six. Oh, I knew something like this was I get some like experience. No, yeah, just think shit. No, I was literally thinking in my brain, I'm like, how's this gonna go bad? The though? book glows uh, like a bright orange, uh, and a little like teddy bear looking green and red lion jumps out of the book uh, and then immediately ignites. And it just scream? kind of what? Does it scream? No. Oh, I'm really nervous. Will they all just start fires and abandon mines? Uh, like it, it makes me nervous. There's gases here, Bill. <laughs> Y'all are just like, let's drag it up. <laughs> what do you say? Light. I thought maybe like a jumbo flashlight or like I don't fucking know a disco ball. You pull shit out of that bag all the fucking time, but a fucking fire lion. What is this shit? It's a, it's a dandy lion. <laughs> Well, I have good news and bad news. Good news, I have solved the light problem. Bad news, he's here for an hour, and I don't think it's possible for me to send him back. Just like fire signs, so fickle. <laughs> Louise kind of crouches down and, and looks at this thing. Okay, too close. And, and he this just, has had his actual real fire. He he can feel the like the warmth on his face, and he's like. The good news is it's magical fire, so I don't think it can ignite shit. 
Unless it's commanded to. Proceed to Literally blows up the tunnel. No. <laughs> Good campaign, um, folks. Well, uh... Oh, also, we gotta make sure this thing does not get hit by anything. It'll be bad for me. Can you turn its settings down from fire to it maybe, is, like, hot pocket? It is magical <laughs> fire. It's not going to ignite things unless commanded to. Okay, then pick up your fucking lion and let's keep going. Uh, I pick it up and I hold it like a teddy bear. Like, both arms, and then we continue down the mine shaft. And all Louise can hear in the back of his head is like, I told her I would help her babysit. This is not what I had in mind. <laughs> so, um, you two continue down the hallway for about 50 feet. Um, and what, and where you you are, you're about midway through this this giant hallway, and you can see kind of like two different branches. You've got one off to the right <laughs> that is marked level one, like just painted in like white paint that's chipped away, and then off to the left you have um, level two, which seemingly goes downward because mines are mines are stacked. So you kind of have to make a choice. What direction are you gonna go? Your options are you've reached about 50 feet to 100 feet into the mine and you're in the central hallway. So this would be like the main entrance of when the mine was first established. Okay. You have two paths. You have one off to the right that is marked level one, okay. which seemingly spins upward. So it's taking you up into the mountain, whereas level two is off to the left and seemingly slopes downward. It means it's going to take you down below. Now, you also have to be cautious because, as we stated earlier, this is a very, very old mine, meaning the minerals have leached into the water, you have potential gases, so you have to be aware of all of these decisions no matter where you go. Do I remember how deep I have to send the orb of observation? Roll for it. What do I roll? Give me a sharp. I'll tell you whether or not you remember. It's got a plus two. That is a nine. Yes, so you remember how deep you had to send it. You recognize that when you sent the orb in after Henry, you sent it through the main entrance, the second main entrance, mm. and it had to go down three levels. So mm. unfortunately, because of the way but because of the way that they cut that entrance, it technically was only the first level, but it was gone, it was deeper. So okay. where a standard mine was like flat and then you had branches down, it was just straight like this. Okay. Boys! Bill, make a decision. I have good news and I have bad news. Give me the bad news first. Bad news, we have to go down a floor. I already fucking knew that. Okay, excellent, great. I'm glad you didn't open with that. I'm so glad you weren't like, hey, I think we might need to, because I've been sitting here for a little bit trying to decide. I really appreciate you not vocalizing your opinions to me, Louise. It makes me really happy. I'm just squeezing the dandelion like tighter. How about you hand me your little fire lion thingy? And he just like slowly it takes over, it from you. And I'm like, okay. The good news is, I'm going to allow you to stay here. <laughs> if you want. You and can follow me. He gives you the look of the audacity. Like You're like 12. I don't want you to go down there and die. I can vote, join the army, and get married. Yeah, but you're still like 10 years younger than me almost, and that feels bad. I don't want to kill you. Bill, with all respect, I think I'm the one with the most maturity here. Mm-hmm. Give me back my stuff on. <laughs> Back you can't hold it anymore. <laughs> I'm invited to my Bye, sleepover, Louise. Jessica. Bye. Okay, Louise. Okay. Louise, okay. okay Louise. <laughs> you go first, then, Mr. Mature Man. <laughs> 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 
no, 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 you want a big dog meat? Joke, joke, first. And Louise, like, whips out his flashlight, like, flicks it open, slicks back his hair, and walks down the tunnel. <laughs> He's so cool right now. I follow, I follow behind with my, my greenish red line with a fire mane. I also imagine it gets stuffed animal proportions. So oh, yeah. It's like stupidly big. It's got oh, big yeah. dumb eyes. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Merch ideas for later. Oh. Um, and just really so you all know. The mane out of real fire. Oh, my God. Kerosene. So as as we get this this pan of, of them heading down, and then KP and Sydney heading down and Henry moving through the tunnel, we get this cut shot back to Jay, who's standing outside of the, the mine. Just kind of rocking back and forth. He's like, I'm not going to whistle. I'm not going to do anything but stand right here. Who? <laughs> and he's like, nope, I'm not going to look. I'm yeah. done. I have this gun. <laughs> Sorry, I'm here really. She's weirdly large caliber hunting rifle. I don't know why Bill has this. Here's the distance sound of leather pants. She's <laughs> <laughs> like a whole just totally different monster. <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> he hears the faint click clack of stilettos on the rocky ground. She can't wear leather pants, but I don't think leather pants come in leopard print. Margaret can do whatever she Watch wants. It. <laughs> she's actually she's a very accomplished seamstress. <laughs> <laughs> to make to make specifically leopard she, print. No, leather she has pants. leather pants leopard and leopard print. print chaps over the top. Oh, Joey! <laughs> That's a look. <laughs> That's a look. And all this is hidden under like the most floral print ankle length oh skirt, so you only see it when it flares up Wait, dramatically. She dresses in lives. Next scene. That's how she does. towards um, Old Town, but you don't know that because you're underground. You're following this little dude. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, I got to reflect myself there for a minute. That was that was a lot. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, hold on. I need to reorganize. Any fucking mention of Margaret just derails everything. It does. She is a curse. She is a blessing. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Um, as you move further and further into this hallway, you haven't had to crouch down, but you you start noticing that as you're like walking down, what little bit of reflection that you are producing from the light that is just innate to your ghost form, um, you start seeing a little bit more like shine in the walls, bigger streaks. So what you're seeing obsidian. here, no, not obsidian. You're you're seeing like thick veins of silver ore mm -hmm. that have never been touched by a pickaxe or any sort of mining material. We've talked about this before. What rules apply to Henry as he go? Like, is he vulnerable to silver Touch and solid no. stuff? Touch and find out. No. So, Look at um, what we've yeah. what we've definitely established Chomp. is Die. that like it's geology. Uh, Look the mineral. If it sticks to your tongue, it's a bone. True. <laughs> yeah. Um, so silver doesn't bother him. We hmm. have established that iron does. Like, he can't pass through iron. Um, or rock salt. Uh, 
bothers him, but it won't like kill him. Like he can't die from either of those two things, though he's never been directly hit with iron before. Okay. But as far as our current lore goes, Silver's had no interactions with him so far. So you can lick it. So far. Which means you should lick <laughs> He's it. not, Henry would not lick Joven. Joven Morrison, the player, yes, you bet I would fucking run my tongue along that wall. Like I was a Don't lick Silver, it's poisonous, what are you doing? I don't know rocks, A, <laughs> B, for other reasons, we'll continue on, and C, oh unsupervised in a mine with a Tommyknocker. Poison would be better than whatever the Fae are going to give me. Yeah, yeah, Did you imagine a Tommyknocker's face, but you just turned dead ass <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> He would let go of her hand and disgust and be like, here. I'm done. She's like, it's like T-posing for dominance. You gotta lick the silver. <laughs> gotta lick the walls for dominance. I don't like so, it. <laughs> so Henry doesn't do that. He just is like, I think he's been kind of like, talking under his breath the whole time. He's like, come on, come on, you've been through you've the Great Depression. I mean, kind of, you were really part of that, but like, it was there. Flappers, like. <laughs> so as you're the kind of having these conversations with yourself, um, you keep going and uh, about like 25 more feet ahead of where you were just then, uh, the time and after stops and he turns around and he looks at you and he puts his hand up to stop you. Hmm? And then he kind of like takes a step back and he puts like both hands up. He's like, stay. Like he gives you that look of like, and he like pats the ground for good measure, you know, just like trying to communicate that with you. Mm -hmm. um, and basically, as soon as he does that, he uh, looks at you, turns around, and then like disappears. What? Mm. Can I read about the situation? Yes, you can. Stop. Oh! Well, now that's a nine. Did you take my nine? Damage? Nine. <laughs> Die. So you got a nine? Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, so you have you get to ask one question with a nine. Okay. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um, what's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? What's the biggest threat to me? Um, you can't really see it. But you can feel an energy force right around where the Tommyknocker just disappeared. And while it's not directly menacing, it's not friendly. I think... Nah, Henry would trust little buddy. He would just be like, okay, I'm staying here. Okay. I'm freaked out, and I'm ready to run, and I have a flashlight. Which is more than we've had in the past. So, like, we got this. It's true. So, uh, with that decision for you to stay put, uh, a couple more moments pass by. And in this dark tunnel where you can't really have any sense of time, it feels a lot longer than it should be. I'm like, how much time has passed? Because um, you're about, everybody's about a half hour in right now from when you last talked to Bill. He is, he is holding, holding, humming old town, like old timey songs, like. <laughs> when did that song come out? So, um, and as you're sitting here humming and just kind of looking around your spaces, um, I'd like you to investigate a mystery for me really fast. 
What if I refuse? <laughs> I mean, you can. You might just miss something. Oh, shit. Double sixes. Okay. So, 14. <laughs> so, I didn't necessarily want you to um, roll for a specific question. More, oh. it was something that I needed I you. I thought you didn't want me to succeed. No, 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 no. It was more whether or not you <laughs> found... I'm disappointed. I didn't want you to succeed. <laughs> no. It was whether or not you were going to find this clue. So, uh, with a plus 10. Um, <laughs> as you are kind of looking around the space, this thing hasn't quite come back yet. Um, you're just kind of looking all over and you happen to like kind of just shift and like move over. But when you do, you kick something and at first you think it's a rock, but then you kind of pause and you look down and it's just right off to the right of your shoe and it is a broken watch and you kind of pause for a minute. Um, and, and what do you do? He, he bends down and picks up the watch and... Would he know if it was one of the miners that they lost that day? So as you turn this watch over in your hand, it's it's a classic like glow watch. So like it, it lights up in a darker space. So it's just very, very faintly glowing at this point. Uh, meaning that you knew that its light exposure wasn't gone far enough at this point yet to... But what happens is, is as you turn this over, uh, you see on the back of this... Uh, you turn it over, and on the back of this, you see the initial, um, you see an inscription, and it says, um, no matter how far, the seconds aren't the same without you, like, inscribed on the back, uh, with love, Arletta, O-H. And you recognize that this is the watch of the paramedic, the husband of the paramedic, Oletta O'Hare, one of the last miners that have been missing in this last two weeks. Henry just kind of sighs and puts it in his pocket. He, this is a very sentimental uh, object, and it's not something that would, like, just kind of fall off in a run or anything. He, he's written him off now. He's like, okay, that's that's one we're not gonna get out of here. Yeah. He would not leave without this. Yeah. So, um, just as you pocket this missing watch of the thirteenth miner, uh, the Tommy Knocker comes back. Um, but this time he is not alone. Um, and behind him are two larger Tommy knockers wielding. Is his name Glenn? <laughs> I've been calling him Little Buddy. Do we want to name him Glenn? <laughs> I felt a nice little. We'll make a Twitter <laughs> poll about it. <laughs> That's Glenn. That was the sweetest way I think you could have asked. <laughs> is his name Glenn? <laughs> That's Glenn. And these are his parents, Glendalyn. Speaking okay. of Glenn Glennard is very good. <laughs> <laughs> I do okay. Jesus Christ. Because it was so quickly overshadowed with. So, uh, Glenn now comes back and um, he has these two essentially what look like guards behind him and they're carrying these like splintered, like old ass looking pickaxes. Um, but they're, they have serrated edges on them. So these are more went as like weapons rather than mining material, because based on their claws, they don't fucking need mining mm -hmm. tools. Um, and he motions for you to follow him out of this void that they had just stepped out of. What do you do? Can I read another bad situation? Yeah, for sure. Cause Henry's picking up some real sketch vibes. Yeah, you can totally read another bad situation. That's, That's suspicious. suspicious. Oh dear. So, 
you should go into dice jail now. That's the third one, um, but that is five plus two, seven. Seven, okay. So you do get, you still get one. So um, what's my best way in, best way out? Uh, are there any dangers you haven't noticed? Biggest threat, which you had answered previously, which was whatever is on the other side of this void space. And the last question is, what's the best way to protect the victims? In this case, that's you. Run and fuck away. Uh, <laughs> are there any threats I haven't noticed outside of Glenn and his goons? No, they're they're pretty obviously a, a main threat. The only thing that you could possibly think of um, would be is if there is some sort of force that you that you haven't just been able to see because it's on the other side of whatever this wall is. Henry's terrified he would go through. He would go through? Yeah, he would follow them. Okay. You've made the decision to go through the fold. And when you do, uh, you feel your essentially like fake appearance fizz away. Mm. And you are fully spectral as you step through this other side. And as you step through the other side with Glenn, uh, and these other two Tommy knockers. Glenn looks up and he goes, I wondered what you were.